Hey, y'all, what's up? How you doing? Hey, hey. It's Bigger T. That's me. Big it's C, big not C. wearing sleeves. And he's not wearing sleeves. Look at him. No sleeve, fella. Got hot. Sun's out, gun's out. Sun's anyway. out. Hey, y'all, we got a special guest. We got Radio Royalty. Radio Royalty from Little Rock. It's his second time on the show. Trey Day all day. The DJ from Afternoon DJ from uh, Power 92 Jams and Little Rock. Man, he was so fun last year. We had him on during our Pick'em deal and um, uh, brought him back. And, man, he just, we, we talk all kinds of stuff. So just enjoy this conversation. He's a neat guy, does lots of great things around Little Rock, doing lots of big things. Clint, good job getting him. No, and there's probably not a better philanthropist. Philanthropist? Are you Someone. surprised to hear that word? Are you surprised? Someone that gets money. No, but I'm saying he does so much for the city of Little Rock. And, mm-hmm. and Trey Day would never brag on himself this way, but I mean – there may not be a better ambassador yeah. for what the city's all about yeah. than Trey Day. And it was a pleasure having him on last year. It was even more because we had him on for the entire podcast this time. Very knowledgeable when it comes to sports. And we talk NFL, we talk NBA, we talk college basketball, yeah. football. We are all he's over. Back. Hey, and he's got some insight and about the Arkansas Texas game. Uh basketball game uh he's friends with chris beard so uh pay attention to that but uh enjoy the show y'all boom like share share like share like like share now everybody now now share it share it you subscribe one two three five you've ever seen a lame man walk ever heard a dumb man talk never seen a blind man see i promise you a change is Seen a cancer death, never seen all the poor get fed, never seen a prisoner set free. I promise you, change is What's going on? It's the Big C, Bigger T podcast. I'm your boy, Bigger T. Joined as usual by my man, Big C. What's going on, Clint? Nah, that's enough out of you. We got a special guest, second time. He's a Little Rock radio legend, man. Legend, Legend. folks. This dude is a legend. He knows sports. He knows all kinds of stuff. He knows food. He knows he knows bowling. He knows tennis. <laughs> he knows any of that stuff. Trey Day all day from Power 92. How you doing, Trey? What's up, fellas? I appreciate y'all having me. I was telling Clint earlier when he asked me to come on with you guys that getting on a second time was my goal. So I, I feel honored, man. Thank y'all for having me. Man, it's good to have you back. It's good to have you back for sure. How are <laughs> things going at Power 92? Still plugging away? Oh, my gosh. It's been absolutely crazy, man. Now that COVID's kind of 
over winding down whatever man we've had shows every single weekend so frankly i'm exhausted but it gets the bills paid so not complaining too much but i do need a vacation sometime soon i'll tell you that much for sure no i was actually wondering on the pod before i was there because i know both i know both of you guys trey we've been friends for a few years now about eight right. years i've known travis since we were we lads i wonder <laughs> who has more stamps on their passport you were big t I don't know, T. How many many you got? I've been to the Philippines twice, Greece, Uganda, Ecuador, Guatemala, Mexico three times, uh, Romania. Sounds like I got some more... I got, I got more, but he's been to some cooler places that I haven't been yet. Uh, I I was on a mission (laughs) trip, so I didn't, you know, but... That's, that's awesome. Yeah, I figured that's what it was. Not too many people uh, vacation in Uganda. I'd love to get over there, though, for sure. It, it was one of my dreams to go to Africa, you know, on a, on a mission trip. So yeah. that was one of the last ones I went on, and uh, I loved it. But, yeah, I love I loved oh, the travel, cool. though, man. I, hey, I can sleep in an airport. Good, man. I <laughs> Yeah, we'll definitely corners, have to have a, seeing a big fat guy in this corner snoring. <laughs> yeah, I can I can shoot travel stories all day, man. I love to hear about other people's whereabouts and then share some of my crazy stories too, man. It's airplane nothing better, up. man. Nothing, nothing more you can spend your money on that actually gives you back more than, than you spent money on. So that's oh. why all I do. I save and go as far as I can. Every year I gotta travel outside the country once a year. That's my rule. That's so. awesome. That's that's yeah right. for sure. You know, when I was telling somebody, I said, you know, I've done a lot of, you know, I've been doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu for 14 years, and I had my jiu-jitsu bucket list, and like literally, I checked all but two boxes, and I wanted to compete in Florida. I don't know why, but I did, and I did it. So I've only the only thing I got left to do that I haven't done is I want to compete out of the country one time before I before I, before I wind it down for good. I'm like, I got to get out of the country one time. My problem is is I don't like being trapped on an airplane for long periods of time. Bro, they got these things called sleeping pills, man. You need to get you some, dog. <laughs> That's what I I need to get while well, you telling me you were in Italy and you had took a some sleeping oh, pills. Oh yeah, you had the ex- you Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Crazy story, man. Italian sleeping pills the brand, but it's in a blue with bold like uh bold white writing on it. Those, man, I promise you Link and you live in the next city. <laughs> Looking at Rome, I blinked and I'm like, "This is Atlanta, Georgia. What, what the heck?" So <laughs> there's, there's ways around that clip. We don't need any excuses, man. We got to okay, get you. Yeah, yeah. I'm have to feed in London in 2024. Who knows? There was, you go. That'd be awesome. I think in Toronto, but I'm. But, I'm you know. but you know what, though, I don't count London, man, because they speak the same language. To me. Yeah. If you're going out the country, you got to go somewhere where they speak a different language. It's just an old U.S., man. That's how London yeah. is, man. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Right? Plus, plus, the food ain't that great, and the weather's not yeah. spectacular either, man. I'm telling you, bro. I, I, flunked, but I understand if you want to compete there. That's that's well, cool. I, I understand. Just, I but. I, maybe I just need I need to I need to you know traveling to me is like going to Dover. 
Not Delaware either. Dover, yeah, Arkansas. Do Dover, Arkansas. We got pirate you. country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. No, I definitely. I, no, I need. I need to grow up, and I need to go somewhere like you said, where they don't speak the language. Well, one to, of the things just seeing other cultures just opens your yeah. mind up. Oh, so much, man. We're, we're so American-centric. Seeing we're how so other American people do things, man. You definitely need that in your life, Clint. I've been looking at your Facebook for a while. We got to get you out of here, bro. Sure. <laughs> definitely need to get me out. Sure. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so. Get him off in a, some foreign country somewhere, get him lost. The you got to go to Brazil, man. You, Brazilian jiu-jitsu got to go to the homeland, man. There you go. And that's funny because Dream, Dan Dream, who was my, my head instructor, we me and him talked about it because he's on me about taking at least a year off from competing, which it looks like I'm going to do after this last surgery. He's like, he's like, Clint, a year will fly by. Just take yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. It's going to fly by. He goes, if you want, I said, well, only thing I haven't done, he goes, yeah. He said, man, I'll take you down to Brazil. So, I guess that's, there you go. I'll hey, just go to Brazil. Go to Brazil. Hey, the only thing is, just one warning, in South America, they like to put their airports on top of mountains. <laughs> so that means when you take off, you're stop, sca off. stop scaring them off, man. <laughs> you're, you're not, not selling it. That that is going. You, are you are already selling. throwing it. You are not selling it. Come on. Never mind. It's no problem. Go to Brazil. <laughs> hey, I guarantee you the food will be, you will not. You you will never eat at a at a Mexican place, and when you go to another Latin country, when you eat at a what we call Mexican here, you'll be like, yeah, it's that's not real. <laughs> it's not the same because it's it's so much better down there. I bet I, I bet the food's oh, just great. Yeah. Well, anyway, so. man. Uh, so boys, the hogs. Got the big win over Auburn this weekend after the bye week. Beat them up so bad, they fired their coach. Yeah, it's nice for us to finally inflict the pain instead of having it the other way around, huh? Yeah, now, now, they had ulterior motives. They were they were going to turn it around and hurt us. Because <laughs> right. so, they, did, they did try to steal our athletic director. They did. That's Why true. So, he decided to stay. So before we dig deep in the Arkansas, who's the next coach on 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 the plains? Is that what they call it in Auburn? Yeah. What What do y'all think about? It? That's a good question. Uh, no, I, got, I got a I got a theory, but I'll let you. I'll, I'll put it this way: I'm not buying the Lane Kiffin talk. I am. I really am. Okay. I I well, I just don't get what the advantage of Auburn is over Ole Miss. Because well. Look at look at what's happened at Auburn over the last few years. It's it's been a dumpster fire. I mean, it's been they've rotated the coaches in and out. They've you know, I mean, it's just I I don't know. I don't. I'm not buying. I may be wrong. He may want to <laughs> go over there and try to beat go head to head with Saban. I don't know. I I think. Um, I think Freeze is a real possibility. I think Matt Rule is possibly one of the most intriguing ones to me is Bill O'Brien. I think that's a pretty intriguing one. I, Saban may 
throw a fit if he tries to. Well, <laughs> most of the Alabama fans want him gone, um, which I don't get. He took you to a national championship game and got you a Heisman Trophy quarterback. And yeah, I, I just, but the reason I'm buying the Lane Kiffin talk is, is because the state, it's not that the state of, it's, uh, it's the state of Alabama over the state of Mississippi is what I'm saying. There's a law. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm uh, contrary to what I play on Facebook. I'm not a lawyer, but um, there's a law in, in Mississippi that, uh, that contracts can only be four years long. So the longest he can sign a contract for is four years. So apparently Auburn's going to come in and offer him a seven, seven year, 11 million pure contract. So there's nothing that M- Mississippi can do to match what Auburn can do. Can you now, imagine I, having Bruce Pearl and Lane Kiffin in the same school? <laughs> That'd be nuts. <laughs> so, so what do you think, Trey Day? Well, I'm just going to go off you guys' theory um, on the Lane Kiffin deal. I thought they hired Arkansas State coaches. Was that not what Auburn does? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay, let's say Lane Kiffin, right? So Kiffin goes to Auburn. That means Mississippi is now open. What do you think about Dion going to Ole Miss, staying in, in the state of Mississippi? Zell there I go. That that's my theory right there. Yeah. Well, Dion's already proved that he can recruit five star athletes. To and stay stay in Mississippi too, man. To me, it's a it's a win win. It's a win win. I like I I like that. Just from from no, I, and and I didn't I didn't say Dion. I think they're gonna consider it. You know, he got an interview at Arkansas. Yeah, I've heard all kinds of secret interviews that he's done and what have you, but. I think Mississippi would fit. If you're going to jump, that might be a good spot to do it. Yeah. They, oh, Keith Carter may go for that <laughs> at uh, Ole Miss. I never oh, heard of that four-year rule at, at Mississippi before, Clint. Just when I thought they didn't do anything right. That's good to me. <laughs> yeah. No, I, talk, I love it. I love yeah. it. But, but if you're trying to lock a coach down, it can yeah. become – now – don't tell me where I heard that. I heard it on like some sports talking head thing. So my 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 reference, my my source, <laughs> some guy. I'm sticking with my source, some guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but, but that was one you know whose name uh came out today. I saw a deal, someone put together a list of possible candidates, you know, and of course it's exhaustive. They they put out just about everybody. Mike Gundy was on it. He comes out for every job, you know, and every his name. There's not been an opening that Mike Gundy hasn't been on the list for in the last 20 years. But another one is Urban Meyer. What about what about Pittman? Pittman wasn't on the list. No, (laughs) I've seen him on a couple lists before. I think everybody knows (laughs) he's well, even though his. I wouldn't be. I I hope so. On the list, just because who his agent is now. Oh, okay. Jimmy Sexton likes to get your name on the list so you can get a raise, you know. <laughs> I mean, we've I helped so many that works, The University of Arkansas has bought so many condos for so many coaches, <laughs> so <laughs> many vacation homes, just because, like, hey, can we interview you? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't care. Clint, is your, is your U.S. flag upside down, bro? No, it's sideways. 
I just wanted to just wanted to mess with you. I know you wouldn't do no, that. No, no. See, my wife's a my wife's a virtual Arkansas teacher, so this is her background. See, I've got oh, okay, okay. Got a messed up background. We covered this a few weeks ago. Like we got the Arkansas flag, we got the feminist propaganda, the American flag, and then let me. And this one, you know, you got serious business. <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, she got she got this thing right here. Watch out now. I'm like, it's like the, and we were, it's the mullet because we got all business, then we got a party. <laughs> Both y'all got books in the background, man. I didn't know you guys were, were such thespians. Oh, man, I, got a, I got a ton of books, man. That when you're in the ministry, that's all. Yeah, I don't, I don't I got read. references and commentaries and Hebrew <laughs> and Greek and whatever else you want to talk about. We got it. I've got a guy I played college football with uh, that he's won Pulitzers and all that. It's done like some investigative books. Um, he's got one that's on the New York Times bestseller list, Shot in the Moonlight. Um, really good book. I don't know. I've been told. <laughs> he's agreed to come on the podcast as soon as I read one of his books. <laughs> one of these and days. You just, and you just said you don't read. That was it. Right so, yeah. I thought about getting an audio book that way if I got quizzed on <laughs> no but all right so I got a couple couple funny stories for you when you mentioned audio book I just did a job last year for a book called protecting sharks or something and my role was for the young black security guard so <laughs> if you ever pick up that audio book that's your me. voice. They said, are you are you cool? Are you cool playing this role? I said, long as I don't turn it into a movie, it's, it's all good, man. <laughs> so there, awesome. there's my audiobook story. And then talking about backgrounds, this is actually my my daughter's closet. This is where I did my radio show for the past, I don't know, year and a half during COVID, man. So y'all are getting exclusive in here. Oh man. I, I use I use my daughter's clothes as, as soundproofing. <laughs> and it, it turned out pretty good, man. So people go. were wondering where I was at the pandemic. We were right here, man, right there, changing right diapers, feeding bottles, and and doing a radio show from a radio club. Now, did, you, did you hit her with the dad tax last night? <laughs> the what? The the candy thing? The candy? Okay, yeah, yeah. Dad tax. <laughs> it was funny, man. We got. So much candy. I tried to turn the light back on outside, telling people to come back and give her some of them candy because we don't need that much at my house, man. <laughs> oh man, it's always uh always good to get some candy, I guess. Stash it away for a later date. <laughs> too much, man. Too much over here. Well, once again, so the hogs, you know, whoever they get at Auburn, it will, you know, there will be, you know. We'll see what happens at AM also. I mean, you know, they'll get like, the best coach money can buy. They got the best players money can buy. <laughs> yeah. And they're expect they're, to see a couple of them uh come to Arkansas too, man. I heard a lot of transfers are gonna be coming out of AM, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, now you know, that was one of the things Harrison before uh Arkansas played them. There were some guys tried to transfer, you know, right before the Arkansas game. So Mm -hmm. And he would, uh, or they wanted a red shirt, and he wouldn't let them red shirt. He said, "Just enter the portal." So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but so in that game against Auburn, 
Uh, Auburn, of course, they don't have a quarterback. You know, I mean, would you take Malik Hornsby over their starter? Yeah. To me, I love Hornsby, man. As long as you scheme with them, you know, let them do like like they're now trying to do with Justin Fields in the NFL when you actually don't make them a pocket passer and let them run and use the legs, man. Quarterbacks like that can be effective as long as the coach, to me, game plans around what they have. You know what I mean? I totally agree with you. Oh, I agree yeah. with you. I, th- I think once they – once they develop a game plan for Malik Hornsby, a full game plan around Malik Hornsby being a quarterback, you're going to see a much different Malik Hornsby. Mm-hmm. I really think so. Because he he's not K.J. Jefferson. No. I mean, he's just they're two different top quarterbacks. Yeah. And uh, I think once you see him game plan, I think you're going to see. Like next year, you know, I've seen some mock drafts that's got K.J. going in the second round. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So if he goes in the set, it, it, that's what we're talking about. It's if you if you got if you get the feedback back that you're going to be a top three round pick, you got to go. Yeah. And then you got. Yeah. Go. Um, or sure. Well, and I think and, and, what Trey said I think is so important that there's so many coaches out there, especially you've seen it over and over in the NFL. Instead of trying to fit their system to their quarterback, they try to fit the quarterback to their system. Because the coach gets all, you know, this is my system. This is what I design. This is what I got to fit them into my, you know, they're, they're, you know, and you end up with not doing well with them. You know, that, that quarterback's a bust. And that, and that's why a lot of these high draft picks, some of them, you know, we, we call them, we look back on them and call them quarterback bust. But a lot of the reason they were bust is because, they never had a chance with a coach that gave them a fair shake, you know. And I think yeah. you're right with Hornsby, I think. But anyway, that quarterback for Auburn was, you know, wasn't wasn't that impressive. <laughs> Auburn just didn't – they just didn't look like themselves, you know, Auburn of the old, you know. I mean, usually you knew that if you went and played Auburn, they were going to be at least some athletes there. And uh, they have some athletes still, but not near what they they've had in the past. Yeah, Reed so Bauer that's, gets. Let's enjoy this, and and hopefully uh, next year we can get a win over Bama, and then Pittman will have beaten uh, every SEC West team. <laughs> no kidding, man. Yep. Yeah, Pittman's beat more SEC West teams than Chad Morris had wins in his tenure. <laughs> I mean, it just, I mean, it's, he's been today. I was, uh, I was listening to a press conference or something, and uh, it was a Razorback press conference on YouTube on my phone. And afterwards, you know, it'll pop up just another video after that. And the press conference of Chad Morris after we lost to North Texas popped up. Uh, and I was like, oh my gosh. I'm it's so, so, so nice glad not to, we don't have this yeah. anymore. <laughs> it's so nice not to worry when you play, you know, you play anybody, you could lose the game. You know, now at least you feel like when we do get a cupcake, which is maybe once a season now, we're going to get that win because uh, uh, a lot of people think, oh, we're playing Liberty this week, blah, blah, blah. And Liberty's top 25 team, man. Yeah. So it's, it's not going to be easy. Well, how insane <laughs> is this? 
continue on that on that aspect. What's your feelings on the game this weekend? This is homecoming. Yeah, uh, I mean to be honest, be honest, I haven't watched much of Liberty. I saw them last year. I don't know how much they've changed from last year to this year. Coach, of course, with a coach like that, you got to be, uh, you got to be on your toes. I mean, I would think Arkansas can maybe beat them up, you know, with the kind of of players we got. So I hope we see a lot of Rocket Sanders and AJ Green and and uh, KJ Jefferson coming down the hill, but um. Man, I, I just don't know with our secondary and their passing attack. This, this might be one of those shootouts. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Of course, you know, I got to call the hogs if we're if we're doing our predictions. But it, it's not going to be easy as many people that I've talked to think it is just because the pretty man, they're a good team, bro. No, and I think we can control the line of scrimmage on them. I think we're just bigger and, and we're a little bit better and more physical. Um, if you – the mutual opponent is BYU, and they blew them out um, a couple weeks ago at Liberty, um, which why BYU ever would go to Liberty. And I see, I saw Virginia Tech's going <laughs> to play at Liberty later in the year, which makes no sense to me, but okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know who made them schedules for BYU and Liberty. Um, but I really think, if you look at the rest of their year, it's not impressive. But who knows? I mean, they, they're starting new quarterback, Malik Willis, um, third-round draft pick to the Tennessee Titans, started a game this week. Um, mm-hmm. So, you, so it may it, you know, may take him a while to get his feet underneath him. So the quarterback could have figured it out, and it came out against BYU, and we could have a foul on our hands. If we don't take them seriously, we're going to have a foul on our hands. Yeah, they're um... – you know, like I said, they're they're a tough team. They got they got a good offense. They're going to be able to score. But I'll tell you what just gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling when I think about the game, though. The ball's going to be in K.J. Jefferson's hand. When he has the ball in his hands and he can take control of a game, and this is the type of game that he can take control of. I, th- I It's kind of the Corey Beck factor. Remember how Corey Beck game would go, you know, the other team would get on a run against us in basketball in the, you know, 93, 94 and and 95 and Corey Beck would just calm everybody down. And if, you know, the, the strength of the team was getting it to Corliss on that play, he'd get it to Corliss. If it was getting Scotty a shot, it was getting Scotty a shot. He would get us in the right play in the right situation to stop the run the other team was having. I'm seeing that same type of thing from KJ. When when other teams are trying to make runs and, and we need something, we need, you know, I mean, look at, at BYU, that long drive toward the end of the game. You know, KJ said, all right, here we go. You know, if he has to run and run over some people to get it, if he has to make a pass, you know, if he, you know, give up the ball on the running play to, you know, making the right read on the, the, on the give option to whether to give it to the running back or keep it himself, he's making those right reads. So I think that is what makes me think, yeah, we're not going to get upset by this team. Uh, it's possible because like you like Trey said, this is a solid team. I mean, they're no, they're 23 in the nation for a reason, but, uh, I think the KJ factor pulls us through. Now, 
the, now it is crazy that Liberty's ranked number 23 in the country. Yeah. Arkansas is unranked. And they're a 14 point favorite. The unranked team is a 14 point favorite. Yeah. So now I said a couple weeks ago, is there anything more useless than a preseason watch list? Is there anything more useless than rankings? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I that, that's always been my beef with, with college football, period, man. Like I'm a pro guy. I watch the pros all the time. College, I'll just usually watch Arkansas and maybe one other game if I'm lucky. But to me, it's it's like gymnastics or any other sport where it's judged on the eye of a beholder, not, you know, who scores the most points or who wins on the field kind of thing. Those top four teams, is that what they have still for in the BCS? They're, they're judged, right? They're like, well, this team should get in over this team because of this and that. I mean, Arkansas is clearly the better team, right? I mean, Vegas thinks that way, and Vegas ain't losing no money if they don't have to. So when you come to rankings and stuff, that's all just – I'm telling you, man, I've been around coaches long enough. They don't give a rat's ruha about a ranking unless it comes to a playoff decision. But this 23 in the nation, that all that should tell you is is you need to respect this opponent. They're good. I'm glad they ranked 23 because that will give Coach Pittman and the crew motivation to talk to the guys. Hey, man, we're being disrespected right here. But at the end of the day, it means nothing. You know what I mean? I think there should be a Vegas poll. (laughs) Now, now, hear me out on this. There should be a Vegas poll. You should have, like, the dawn of the Vegas mafia, maybe somebody related to Frank Sinatra, and the lead bookie at Caesars Palace. It should be a three-person committee. And then they just do the thing based on who they think would win in point spreads. Well, I mean, really, that's (laughs) – the, the best rankings are those things that where people are putting money on who they think will win the national championships <laughs> where people put their money is what, you know, that's, that's to me, that's a better ranking than some guy that writes for a newspaper in North Dakota trying to figure <laughs> uh, out. I, I mean, but the Vegas, just think about the Vegas bookie poll. It's what you have. And you would have to get it as a factor in doing the college football play. They meet in some speakeasy in That's Vegas. Behind, <laughs> like got you gotta it. go down some alley at a like the underlings of a casino somewhere. You'll have to do the secret knot. They were like password. The password is Sinatra's ring. Corn chowder is the password. Like Alabama at number one. And then yeah. Well, speaking of which, <laughs> since we're talking about how polls are useless, okay, the the poll the new official poll came out today. Oh yeah, the the, the, the first week of it, you know, week eight is the first week of it. They did they did Tennessee dirty. They done they done Tennessee dirty. Tennessee's number one. Yeah, they did them boys dirty. Ohio State number two. Georgia three, Clemson four, Michigan and Bama, TCU seven, LSU's number 10, Ole Miss is 11, two future Arkansas opponents, Um, 
once again, that's going to change so much. Well, now in the end of the season. Well, the, you've got one versus three this weekend, and then at the end of the year, you've got two versus five. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that, that's going to correct itself right there. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is Georgia, it's hard. When you're the defending national champions, it's probably hard to get up for a game. Mm. It probably is. Like, you've got to have a little bit of, like, extra motivation to play sometimes. Seeing somebody rank number one above you that you've beaten for how many years in a row? <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's got to be – they're going to get Georgia's best shot. Because, you know, it, it's fun for his fans to be ranked number one, even though I'm not a Tennessee fan by a long shot. It's fun for fans to be ranked really high. But when you got somebody that good, mad, with something to prove, mm-hmm. I, I'm picking Georgia by a lot in this one. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, um, I think there is no doubt in my mind that Hendon Hooker right now is the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. I mean, and I don't, I don't know. It better be him and C.J. Stroud one and two. What are your thoughts, Trey Day? Man, to be honest, as far as the um, the top four go or whatever, I, I don't pay attention to that until it comes playoff time. Yeah, yeah. From Arkansas point of view, I do love it, though. Just like when I mentioned we're playing number 23, Liberty. You got to play Ole Miss. You got to play LSU. Those are two teams ranked right now in the BCS higher than you. So to me, you have a lot in front of you, a lot to play for. And I think that's going to be uh, good for the Hogs coming down the stretch, man. They they uh, have a lot in front of them to still to still play for, man. And that makes me excited as a Hog fan. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a great point. That's a great point. They because it, it's a lot to play for, but they are also winnable games. Oh yeah, no doubt. I wouldn't be surprised if if we were favored going into one of one or two of those, man. I expect the um in fact i'm gonna go out and say it right now i expect us to win both of those games to be honest with you i think the hardest part of our schedule is already passed so oh, i'm looking at maybe one more loss other than that to me we we should be running the table and then get into a nice ball this year I, no, I think you run the table you've got an outside shot at a new year six i really do um probably more than likely yeah the citrus bowl um would probably be more than likely Destination. Um, you know, there, there's been mention about the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. If, if if Arkansas was to went, went out, I think that's one that because we hadn't been there in a while. You know, it's been a few years, and we would pack the stands with fans. So, yeah. Now, Trey Day, uh, you have a lot of connections. You know, <laughs> with Arkansas Little Rock. Yeah, it's just Little Rock now, isn't it? Just, <laughs> no, it's 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 technically Arkansas Little Rock, but you're right. For the sports teams, they just use Little Rock now. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, and and you know, you you've been around for a while, and you you've had connections there, and state connected with them. And so through that, I know you have maintained a relationship with Chris Beard. Yeah. <laughs> so how's the in? <laughs> what's, what's that? What's, which I think personally, and I think Clint agrees with me. I mean, him, Musselman, and probably Bill Self are the three best coaches in college basketball right now. That's my 
that'd be my top three, to be honest with you. If I was if I was starting a team, Bill Self would be the the old safe guy, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then uh but but I think uh but I love I love the way Beard coaches. I love I love what he did at Little Rock. I love what he did tech and you know. You don't you don't what love what he did to your hogs this weekend. I know you didn't love, what love he that. Did hogs. <laughs> I man, you know that, well, that's practice. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> we talk about practice. <laughs> Do you think? Look to me, that game was a win-win for Musselman and the Hogs. I hear you. Because if See, they went down there and he should be a politician, he's good. putting his skin on this. <laughs> they, if they went down there and showed out and did good against them, then they did good against a really good team against one of the best coaches in the country. And, you know, and look at his young boys go. I think he knew they were going to struggle, though. <laughs> I think he knew that team was going to give him a hard time. And he wanted to test his team to get ready for Maui and all those – the because they're going to play teams that are – that he, he put them in practice against – you know, in a practice game against a team that's as good as anybody they're going to play you know, especially in, in Maui or wherever else. And I think he's got a lot to coach at. Now, yeah, it, you know, he'd rather win it, of course, but anybody would. But I think it was a good thing for him. I really do. It, it might be in the long run, but I don't know if you got a chance to see the game. It wasn't mm. even as close as the 30-point loss, man. It was really? bad, bro, like really bad. It was to the point – where you you want to of course if you lose a game like that since Clint said it doesn't count and everything yeah okay but you know in your head you just got the snot beat out of you right and it's almost to the point that game was almost to the point where it was like bro we you you get depressed when you lose like that bad it wasn't like they were close or in it that second half man the horns put so much pressure on them young cats they flipped out they didn't know what to do it was like five star where like it was crazy to see so coach muscleman uh like i like you said he probably likes some of the fact that he lost but i don't think he likes that he lost that big and and it's on the borderline to where it can be very depressing or you can use it as a tool to get better i think a close loss would have been perfect as you yeah. said, maybe for them young cats, but getting blown out like that, that's getting into the danger zone a little bit where it messes with your, your mental state in your head a little bit. Like, man, are we really no, as good I, as we think we are kind of deal? I couldn't agree with you more, Trey. It is because it is a 10-point loss, 15-point loss, get away from you the last three minutes, that would have been perfect. Yeah. But, you know, this got away from you at half, right after the second half. It was competitive up to half, and then it got away from them. And it just I – mean, we, we've all played sports, and we've all been in a game where, like, you know, I'm sure, you know, tennis, you've had one get away from you. Like, you know, in football, jiu-jitsu, I've had days where it's just like, I can't do anything right. <laughs> I just – I. My last jiu-jitsu tournament, as a matter of fact, I was like, I'm the worst black belt in the world. <laughs> like, it is. It's yeah. just, it, and and, I, could, and I, don't, I don't want it to sound like he was happy they lost, okay? 
what I'm saying is he can find some silver linings in it because he does have some things to coach against. Or you have to if you're a coach and you get blown out like that. You have to find something good out of it. Um, I And it was probably good to humble those young cats, you know, a little bit. Now, we'll see if it was good. The proof's <laughs> going to be in the pudding. Right. <laughs> proof's going to be in the rest of the season. Because if it killed their confidence, they may come out and, you know, just blow, you know, do terrible the rest of the, you know, the first part of the season and dig themselves into a hole where they can't get out of in order to get a good spot in the tournament. That you know, that, yeah, there's a couple of things, man. A couple one, I've heard that he got his last two teams in the Elite Eight, he doesn't even have to just as well to get all the talent. Look, he's going to have to do a hell of a coaching job again this year. No doubt about that. And with these with these young cats, they too talented to have a, a terrible season. So I wouldn't be worrying about that. But one thing Coach Beard did expose is is a blueprint. They gave other coaches, oh, maybe this is what we need to do against this team because Texas is not the biggest team, man. They they're kind of small this year, mm. uh, but they they fast, they're experienced, uh, they play defense maybe better than they play offense. And so for them to score 90 and and hold the the five-star hogs down to 60, man, they kind of expose some things. So Coach, Coach Muss is going to have to work his tail off, and we'll see the uh, five because of adversity in a lot of their high school games like they have now. So it's either going to be a sad or a lead to some uh, situations yeah. hog fans and I know because this is our best recruiting maybe the best in the nation to have these lofty goal patients man but one game so yeah. for us to get in the elite eight the past two years was just by far and away just incredible but to expect this team to go past the elite eight just what I've what I've saw this weekend, what I've seen this weekend, and seeing some of those guys in high school, man, I, I, I'm, I'm not so sure, man. Maybe what I'm saying is just lower your expectations just a little bit for this team, all right? <laughs> no, expect good thing, talented, but final four and now talk may just just want to you know sit back and watch a little bit of the season first. That's all. Yeah. No, and I and I agree with you, but you got to keep in mind. I do think last year we had a similar game um, in Tulsa against Oklahoma, where you know it just second half just nothing went right. I think Muslim Muslim even got kicked out of that game. I can't remember, <laughs> yeah. but um, I'm not panicking, but I'm not happy either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm not happy, but I'm mildly concerned. I'm not off the bus, <sighs> uh, but it, it's yeah, it is concerning and. And like you said, I, I I think Chris Beer is probably one of the best coaches in college basketball. I think, you know, you, you've seen a change in the guard here the last – I mean, you got Bill Self, the old guard, and I think, you know, you got Beard, Muss, um, a couple of them, them two guys, they're knocking on the door. Um, you got to worry with Musselman always going to the NBA, like wanting to scratch that. That's what you got to worry about with him, even though I think – I think he's a. I think he's a better college coach, and I think his family loves it here. 
but you can tell just Chris Beard is just a phenomenal college basketball coach. Well, one thing I can say about them both, man, and I only met Musselman one time. I really don't know him like I know Coach Beard, but both of them guys, man, energy, and they lead, live, eat, breathe, sleep basketball, man. They they, they basketball coaches, bro. They I don't know what else they would do if they didn't they weren't basketball coaches. You know what I mean? So. Uh, we we got a good one. Texas has got a good one. And the good thing for us as fans, we're going to get to see this matchup every year once once uh, SEC plays play starts here in a couple of years with Texas in, in our division. <laughs> you know, Trey, if you don't want to answer this, I can have Travis edit it out. Could you ever see Chris Beard having the itch and wanting to scratch it going to the NBA? Or you think he's a college coach for life? No. The right situation. I think you know Coach Beard well enough, and and I don't know if you've ever met him, but you know his history. <laughs> He's coached probably twenty teams in the past twenty three years or something like that. Yeah. So you know, if the right opportunity <laughs> comes along, then hey, he might just do that. But uh, right now, he's at his alma mater, and I think he wants to leave that better than that's what. That's what he, I think he'll do it at Texas. And uh, we'll see, man. The good thing about the Longhorns are that they can pay just as much as an NBA coach can. <laughs> so, no, you, and you even said that whenever he, he told you, whenever he took the text job, he said, I can't do it here. I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Because I got everything. Yeah, so. and, uh, he, he's going to have resources. He's going to have the money. He's, I mean, that's, yeah. that's a top-notch he, job. Yeah, he's a, but he is the kind of guy. Uh, I'll just, I'll just, yeah. you know, if if he conquers the college realm, challenge for him, and no idea, but couldn't rule it out. That's all. <laughs> now, Trey, you say you you're an NFL guy. Who's your NFL team? Well. Got a little story about that. So I grew up a, a Raider fan. I was in uh, Los Angeles, um, you know, as a kindergartner when you kind of pick your teams or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, to me, you know, there's a reason for divorces in marriage, you know, and I don't think you should have to be loyal to a team to where you have to stay with them regardless of terrible ownership and, and terrible decisions. So when I got married, my wife's a New Orleans Saints fan. And when the Raiders moved out of California, I said, okay, you know what? If y'all leaving Cali, I'm leaving y'all. So now I'm, I'm a Saints fan and best decision of my life, man. Well, not life, but of my sports life for sure as, as a fan. It, it's added years. I mean, bro, regardless, like we can matter for nothing. <laughs> If, if we got shut as a say, we eat good, good and you know, this extra, you know, ride or die by the Saints. If, if man, it was, it was, <laughs> you've heard, you know, doing crazy stuff after losses. It ain't like that with the Saints. The Saints party, we have a good time and, and, Man, I, I wish I would have joined a lot sooner, for real. <laughs> well, I may need some therapy help here. Um, I'm a Browns fan. 
Yeah, I remember, man. Y'all, y'all gonna be all right once you get that uh massage parlor dude back behind that old line, man. Y'all, y'all might be all right. The dumbest thing signing him. <laughs> I mean, that, and that, and that's what you're you're talking about, and that's been the problem with the Browns is ownership. You know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't, you don't have to stay in there, man. Sorry, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had to bring in the IT department more. Oh. <laughs> like I was like, oh, we, we didn't even know you were gone, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, no you know, that. it was. It's like they. Okay, you can always get a divorce, Travis. You don't have to stay. I know. You, know, you don't have to I stay with them the whole I, time, brother. I've thought about it, man. I really have. <laughs> You know, well, there's let me people, tell you, man. Like, I love Jared Allen and Buffalo, <laughs> and I and I like their fan base. You know, uh, you know, I've I've been a fan of them. I mean, I I like the Saints. I like uh, I got a lot of good friends that are Saints fans too that are passionate about them. You know, and I and you know, we got we got a spot I for you on the bandwagon, man. If you ever want to come over, man, we'll we'll have a good time. I promise you that. Yep. <laughs> Now, speaking of divorces, because, <laughs> uh, well, well, we told Travis, we uh, Travis said we'll surprise him on air today. Oh, okay. Because, okay, so Steve Nash and the Brooklyn Nets mutually parted. Uh, now, it's never they mutually parted ways. Translation is, Kevin Durant's sick of your crap. Get out. <laughs> uh, but that in itself is not surprising. They're, they're what, two and five, and off to a disappointing start. The only team probably more disappointing than them is the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I'm sorry if that's your team, Trey Day. It yeah. is, but, you know, I'm all good, man. Mm-hmm. We're, we're it, good. It, we got... They've had a disappointing year. Yeah, they have. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, Brooklyn basically fires their coach today. That, not shocking. But who they're hiring to replace him is? Allegedly. Allegedly, um, the Boston Celtics suspended coach. Is going, I'll butcher his name if I try to (laughs) pronounce it, but yeah, he's going to be the new head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Now, what remind me, what did he get suspended for? An inappropriate sexual relationship with a, uh, yeah, with a, what what was his wife's name again? I mean, his wife's like gorgeous. It don't make no, yeah, I don't think they're married, man, but, uh, but yeah, was it Neil Long? I can't remember. Neil Long, Neil Long. Okay, yeah, but man, dude, dude is a great head coach, man, and this could actually work. It's not the worst thing to me in the world to play a villain. You know what I mean? And yeah. and and all all sports genres have your villains and and your good guys and your heroes. To me, this might work out great for Brooklyn. To be honest with you, man, every everywhere they go, they're gonna get booed. You got anti-Semitic. Flat Earther Kyrie, you got the Slim Reaper in, in Durant, who a lot of people don't like him, saying that he just went to the Warriors for a ring, and you got all these unlikable people, and now to be head coach, uh, to be a, a coach with, uh, I don't know, the Scarlet Letter or whatever they gave him. Yeah, I mean, dude, I think I think it's a great move for Brooklyn. I think it's going to work out for Brooklyn, and to me, I mean, I, I call me crazy, man, but I think they got a lot better this week. <laughs> you're you're probably you're probably sadly right. Like you said, <laughs> they are going to be the villain because we're all going to be, you know, I don't know all of us, but some of us will be watching 
the NBA come, you know, the playoffs, and you're going to be pulling whoever's playing, playing Brooklyn. Yeah. And, you know, Kevin Durant's got a – he's got a way of shutting you up, too. So. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Durant's also got a way of blowing it. So, um, yeah. you know, we'll see. Now, now Trey, now, you know, we talked about it. You're about to start a new podcast endeavor, and I've been trying it. We talked about it the other day, and – I've been trying to angle a way to get the big C, bigger T on this podcast, you know, very soon. Dude. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure, man. So I got I got approached to um, do a food podcast, man, coming up at the first of the year. So January 2023, um, you guys will definitely be in. The hardest part for me will be deciding where we go when, when we do the food podcast with you because. <laughs> Uh, not only do we do episodes, it's, it's going to be a weekly podcast. We do them through y'all right now. We're and but then we're going to the local restaurants and actually do the podcast live from from different places. So I'm super excited about it, man. I'm, I'm a little bit of a foodie. When I went to uh, Barcelona last year, I went to the world's number two restaurant in the whole world, oh, and um, yeah, that that kind of really really got me hooked, man. So. Now I'm trying out all kinds of, of things and expanding my palate. And, and you'd be surprised at some of the spots uh, around central Arkansas that you may not have heard of before, as we talked about earlier. So there's places uh, I think I'm going to gonna take you and, and, and the rest of our audience that they've never been before. And I'm excited to do that, man. So um everything's under wraps right now as far as the name and all that kind of stuff but just know it's coming on on january 2023 and they can go to my website trade.com uh to hear the podcast once it comes out man but i'm super excited about it buddy no i i'm excited about it too now how many was that a michelin star restaurant in barcelona was actually man it's called disfrutar which means uh to enjoy and they uh, went actually had three uh, Michelin star in the uh, it's crazy. Um, but I'll have to give you the whole rundown on that, man. Um, and they have the only Michelin star uh, chop, <laughs> which was Oh, best sandwich I've ever had in my life, man. We went there almost every day for lunch. It was so good. Wow. So um, we're going to have to delve into that further for sure, man. We won't just talk about Central Arkansas. We will talk about stuff like, like the Barcelona experience as well. But mainly it'll focus uh, right here in Central Arkansas where people can, can go and experience some of this stuff for themselves, man. But I got to get you guys on. Yeah, um, I got to return the favor. So just... Oh, man. Yeah, just just have have your appetites ready when I when I call y'all. <laughs> oh, as good as done, as good as done, my. That's right. We have no problem bringing the appetite. That's right. That's right. We can bring that. We have. Well, hey Trey. Also, uh, we talked about this a little last time you were on, but that's been a year or so. Talk about your scholarship program. Uh. The, the yeah, man, the, the scholarship program is, is, is really going great. Uh, we're really going to ramp it up next year. Um, I had a baby. Uh, well, my wife had a baby. We had a baby. And so uh, with that, combined with COVID, we kind of, you know, kept it quiet for the past year, year and a half. 
maybe two years now. I don't even remember. But uh, next year, we'll, we'll start doing our, our big events and all that stuff. This year, I partnered with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Central Arkansas for the Bowl for Kids Sake. We did that last Saturday, as a matter of fact, uh, with Miss Arkansas, Miss Teen Arkansas, all kinds of local celebrities, Officer Norman, who you guys may know. Um, but we raised over $50,000, man. So that's, that's awesome. kind of got to level up, man. Every year got to get better and better. So uh, I got my work cut out for me next year. Um, but this year we helped a lot of a lot of kids here in Central Arkansas with the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. Um, we still got the endowment at, at Arkansas Little Rock. So we're still helping those students as well. And um, I just couldn't be excited, more excited, man, for it for um, the things to come with the scholarship, man. It's just a beautiful thing to see these kids grow. One of my kids, by the way, uh, uh, Mike Jackson from, oh man, what is that town called out? Uh, here, going toward Memphis, going toward Memphis, starts with an M, it's a country town. Um, Mariana, Mariana. So, yeah, Mike Jackson from Mariana who won one of my scholarships. Uh, actually got nominated for a Grammy this year. So nice. how cool is that? that that's so, told yeah. us about him he last year. With Def Jam. He told yeah, us about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he, he got nominated for a Grammy. That's, that's right. Awesome, yep. I, to I told you a little bit about him last year. This year yeah, he got awesome. nominated for a Grammy. We got another, yeah, we got another lady named Remington who, who won some newspaper award. I didn't even know there were still newspapers, but uh, she she won a big award. It's just so cool, man, to see people grow every day, just like with my daughter. You know, when you first meet them to, to where they are now and just to know that I was just a tiny part of that uh, with the scholarship. That's our motto. We say doing little things to help big dreams. And that's go. exactly what's happening, man. So well, I'm very excited. Thank you for letting me uh, talk about that, man, because it's one of my favorite things. Well, man, it needs to be talked about because you, you're for doing sure. some good things for people, man. And that's that's helping a lot of folks out with the the Boys and Girls Club. You know, we know how important those things are for kids. And uh, and then that scholarship yeah. program, man, like we, you know, we um, we talked about last time. But, man, it, you know, that's that's helping some kids out, man, getting them, you know, direction in life and and sending them off to do some great things like you're talking about. uh Michael Jackson, not the not the thriller Michael Jackson, but the <laughs> yeah. Mariana Michael Jackson, right? Now, you, Trey, how long yeah, have you been and, in Color uh, 92? So, October 26th, so about last week was my 26th anniversary, man. So, yeah, 26 years, started in high school, telling my age a little bit. But, uh, man, it, it's it's been it's been incredible. Obviously, I wouldn't do it for 26. I wouldn't do it for 26 months if I didn't like it. So yeah, that's right. It, it's been great. You know, I could could use a little pay raise if, <laughs> if any of the higher ups are listening. But no, I, I I did it for free as an intern my first six months. So that's how you know you really like it. If you do yeah. it for free, <laughs> yeah, that's then, cool. Hey man, you might yeah, you might really enjoy what you do. So yeah. I ain't never worked a day in my life because I, I I love going to work every day, man. And it's been awesome that the listeners have supported me like they have because without them i wouldn't wouldn't have lasted thus long and, and had this longevity man so see because me and travis i i some you know football season's easy the podcast pretty much writes itself you know <laughs> talk about the football game it's the easiest podcast in the world for like 12 weeks me and travis have the easiest job in the world <laughs> um, 
even though we're not getting paid for it, but it's easy. Right. <laughs> so what? So we, we come up with different subjects and I said, Hey, what if we did Mount Rushmore of Arkansas radio? You know, uh, there you go. Mount Rushmore. And I, and see three, I think you've got, you know, you obviously got Tommy Smith, Craig O'Neill, Craig O'Neill and probably Bob Robbins. And then and I Broadway think, Joe. no, I think Broadway you and Broadway Joe. Joe have to have a death match. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe, Joe, Joe's been there 30 years, man. He got he got me on that. But I think but I think we got five guys in Central Arkansas that are worthy of being on the Mount Rushmore, and I consider you one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't say that even if you weren't my friend. That's right. <laughs> I really I really would. You're you're an awesome guy, and you're more you're more than just uh, well, those, are, those are all names that people know whether they listen to the station or much or not. You know what I mean? And 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 part of it's because y'all do so much. I mean, all those guys do so much in the community. Now, you know, some of them, you know, like a Craig O'Neill went to TV, you know, and a lot of people don't even know about his radio stuff, you know, unless you're you know, old <laughs> unless, unless you're unless you're Unless you got gray hair now. Yeah, but you know, yeah. his old his old <laughs> telephone pranks and stuff like that, dude. I mean, were amazing yeah. back in the day. But now help us out here, Trey. All right. So me, me and Clinton need educated a little bit. Because, you know, we're we're you know, I mean, we were cool kids back in the day, but uh we've lost a little bit of that, you know. We we lost a little bit of that. And now I was a Power 92 guy growing up. Okay. Now I, I listen, right. I listen to Power 92 a lot. Now, you know, now I'm a sports sports talk radio guy. Okay. Uh -huh. So and that's and that's kind of my general. But what if uh you know what what's the what's the request line favorites right now? What what's the the <laughs> bangers? You like yeah. that? Class? You like that? The bangers. The bangers. Because we had we had Chris, was it Chris Paul? Yeah, Chris Paul. He said the baby. Yeah, the baby. The baby. Yeah. And I'm like, and so I went in, took a shower, and said, Alexa, put on the baby. And I'm like, who listens to this? <laughs> Unless it's not. <laughs> so so who if we need to get caught up on where hip hop is today, who are the artists that we need? That you would say, the these are the ones. Oh Lord Jesus! Okay, so lately the request line has been kind of crazy because every week it seems like for the past month we've had somebody in hip hop die. Mm. Um, just yesterday or, or early this morning, actually, while we're recording this podcast, uh, takeoff from the Migos passed away. Oh. So, yeah, he 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 was shot uh, in Houston last night. So we had to play, you know, all his records. That's all the request line is. Hey, can you play Migos this, Migos that? So it's it's been kind of crazy and sad. And and PB and Rock died a couple weeks ago. Um, I mean, we've had so many artists that that were really really talented and and left us too early. So. That's kind of been my request line lately. It's like every week somebody got to go. It's like, oh, I hate it. But but little baby over the baby, okay? Little baby over the baby. Little baby. Okay. Also, uh, yeah, little baby for sure. Uh, bad Bunny. Y'all know Bad Bunny? I've heard of Bunny. Don't say Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. 
Okay. Bad Bunny has the uh, number two, number three, number six, and number eight uh, highest grossing concerts ever now. Like, he's just huge. And uh, we love him in my house, of course. My wife's Puerto Rican. Bad Bunny's Puerto Rican as well. So <laughs> we, we play a lot of Bad Bunny over here. So you got to know your Bad Bunny. Uh, and of course, all, all the, um, all the artists that, that everybody knows as far as, uh, like Rihanna, of course, who's performing at the halftime of the Super Bowl. She just came out with her new Black Panther record. Um, so the, you know, all, all the mainstays, but then you got these new kind of upcoming artists like Bad Bunny, Lil Baby, who, who are really taking hip hop, you know, to the, to the next, uh. The next thing you might need to uh listen to it with with your shazam or something that gives you the lyrics because if you couldn't understand dub baby you ain't gonna understand little baby for sure <laughs> <laughs> and if, and if you don't if you don't speak spanish you can forget bad buddy That's right. but, uh, uh, it's it's a good way to actually learn to be honest so like yeah. if you know cardi like cardi b she does most of her songs in english right right yeah. so you listen to them you know the words and then you put on her spanish version which is the same beat, the same lyrics. So you can you can identify the Spanish words with what you already know as your English words. It's a great way to learn Spanish, man. Yeah, I think that's a little yeah. tip. Need to be <laughs> educating people. Who, who knows, knows who know who needs Rosetta Stone when you know Trey Day? <laughs> there you go, man. And, and and we can't we canceling Kanye, by the way, man. He done. <laughs> He's canceled. He's canceled. Now, hey, no, you're a wrestling fan too, aren't you, Trey Day? Yeah, man. In fact, I almost, dude, you're going to love this, man. So my daughter, she's two. And uh, for for Halloween yesterday, we dressed her up as a cat. But my part of it was, was the light, man. So we got her this lantern. So we turned all the lights off and she coming out with the lantern. I'm like, there go baby Bray Wyatt right there, baby. He's back. He's back. <laughs> now, what did you uh, think? Yeah, man. Yeah, what do you we think about uh, WrestleMania? Did you get to watch that? <laughs> uh yeah 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 I, I watch all of them man i got an eight-year-old too he he's kind of in that mode where he still kind of thinks it's real you know what i mean yeah, right. so i i got all the the pay-per-views all that stuff man we we into it in fact uh when when they came to little rock north little rock actually uh, a couple months ago i don't know if you saw when uh riddle kicked off his flip-flops yeah uh my my son was the one who caught the uh the the right flip flop of, of Matt Riddle, man. <laughs> I was actually I was at that show. I was on second row. I saw you, but you were I couldn't quite get to you. Yeah. Side. Yeah. And, the, uh, and and you know you know WWE asked for that back. I said, man, y'all ain't getting Matt Riddle's shoe back. Y'all can get a million of these. Why y'all need that shoe back, man? <laughs> that's funny. Like yeah, like I'll yeah, get him a t-shirt signed by Matt Riddle and he can have a shoe back. How about that? You know what I mean? Let me meet the yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't <laughs> arm in me. Oh, it's not right. I'm now. <laughs> well, how are you doing in fantasy crazy. football, Trey? Oh, man. My teams are doing spectacular. Now, we're kind of in the middle of the pack, which is is where I want to be, you know, within striking distance. Um, but I, I won $900 two years ago. And last year, I won 600 So, when I told my wife that I'm playing it and I'm playing it for money, she said, no, you're not. You can't do this. And then I came home with that 900. I gave it to her. She said, you need to play more often. This is good. <laughs> so, 
So uh, we're looking good, man. I got a whole bunch of uh, uh, new players on my roster here in the past two weeks with all these trades going on, man. I scooped up uh, Kadarius Tony off the uh, off the waivers, man. I think he's gonna make a huge splash in uh, in Kansas City. Yeah, I already had CMC, so him over in 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 Forty Nine er Land, I think, is just gonna elevate his points. Yeah, man. I mean, he threw caught and ran for one if i'm not mistaken yeah. so uh so i'm, I'm feeling really good about my fantasy Anahan's gonna be good year. for him yeah it could be the kiss of death that i feel so good but i i'm on a three game win streak i think in in both of my leagues man so i'm i'm sitting pretty i'm i'm loving it and i need some more competition man so <laughs> man, i'm, I'm kind of in the so. middle in all my leagues too right now i'm actually yeah one of them no, I'm really thankful. Give, give, me, give me in the league next year, buddy. Give me in the league with you guys next year. Yeah. Got you. No, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy. I played Travis in one of them in one of my leagues this week. He beat me this week. Yeah. He didn't set it. Uh, <laughs> Dude, my other league, man, I was playing against the uh, Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. And I would just sit there watching Jalen Hurts throw dives to AJ Brown. <laughs> Getting depressed. Well, here's Trey Day. Here's what I did in the league with Clint. Like I went in to adjust my lineup, and I was going to make decisions on of a couple of players to pick up because I had some folks sitting out or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, "Well, I'll come back to it." Nah. Well, I got busy and I totally forgot. Right. Yeah. And so I didn't set my lineup. I had, I think, against Clint, I had Justin Fields on the bench. Uh, <laughs> and he was going to be who I was going to start at quarterback. I was trying to decide between him and Jacoby Brissett. And uh, that ain't, see, see, that's your Cleveland fandom getting in the way right there. Well, no, because my, my starting quarterback <laughs> was out. That's why. I know, but but Fields is, is a clear upside guy, man. If, if yeah. you get points playing Clint, you got to go with him. Brissett, Brissett shouldn't even be rostered in most leagues, bro. <laughs> Well, yeah, but uh, he, he's been he's been playing all right because well, he's not expecting much right. from Brissett. You know, but... Started Andy Dalton. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did, man, and I had to. Go Red Rock. I, I had to. No, I had to start him, man. And 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 the good thing about Dalton, man, he's a veteran. He know who to get the ball yeah. to, man. So now you see Kamara going off, Olave going off. He ain't like Winston, man. Winston ain't the brightest bulb in the box, so. A lot I of stream my, my quarter. <laughs> I kind of stream my quarterbacks this year, man. So I, I picked up Justin Fields, as a matter of fact, in in one of the leagues, man. And and I kind of you know had my wide receivers set, my my running back set, and I kind of rotate through defenses and quarterbacks. So yeah, I did pick up Andy Dalton in a couple leagues, but he's been uh, quarterback number seven, I think, through the past three weeks. So. He's been getting me some great points, man, and I didn't have to spend a dime on him to get him. So no, it's been good, a yeah. good pickup, yeah. No, I, <laughs> now, I did have a couple weeks ago where a guy didn't set his lineup, um, and so this is me being dirty. Um, but I was up at like 10 points. Now, if he had picked up Justin Fields or Mac Jones, I would have lost. Yeah. So I went and picked them both up and just set them on my bench. So Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. No, I'm just that's, saying I'm that. I'm that. Like, like, oh, no, I'm like, I can lose this game. I'm like, yeah, I ain't losing it. Well, Trey, yeah, man, that's smart, man. Before we go, plug your regular show on Power Night. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I can do that for sure. So two to six uh, Central Standard Time. I always have to say that now because last time I said two to six, we had people calling in and uh, emailing me from all kinds of different parts of the world, man. I got listeners in Germany and France and Japan and it's crazy. So two to six Central Standard Time. Uh, if you listen on terrestrial radio, it's 92.3 FM in Little Rock, or you can get it anywhere in the world, power923.com, or once again, trade.com, and you can uh, be a part of the show, man. It's it's a really fun gig. We're giving away um, all kinds of, of tickets, and, and we just finished up our big money uh, deal with the $25,000 payday, man. A lady who won that on my show actually had her house burned down the week before. We had no idea. So yeah, it's funny how it works, man. Yeah, just being a pastor, you know, you know about stuff like this, man. Yeah. It just it's crazy that that she won and she was crying over the radio. Kind of made me tear up a little bit, man. But that was cool. And then uh this week also, every Friday during the month of November, we're giving away a trip to the Southland Casino Hotel. You know, they got a new hotel out there. Yeah, and it's a smoke-free game room, man. Two football fields long. So every Friday, I just pick a, a, a random person, man, who who listens to the show, and we send them to West Memphis, man. You thinking West Memphis, but trust me, when you get in this hotel, brand new, oh man, it's solid. And, and you want to know about food as well? We give you a two hundred dollar food voucher oh, wow. and a hundred dollars in and a hundred dollars in free play. So even if you don't win in the casino. <laughs> you're hey. definitely gonna win with the buffet yeah. I, can, I can win at the buffet I can i'm telling you man 400 400 feet of, of buffet and then they got the ignite steakhouse and i'm not gonna lie to you man best steak i've had probably in the last 10 years not not joking it was wow. phenomenal man it was so good um so i i highly recommend that you stay right there in, in west memphis and you can see the pyramid and, and all that stuff in downtown Memphis from your hotel room. So if you want to go over to Memphis, you don't have to stay in Memphis anymore to get, you know, good high class accommodation for a reasonable price, man. So every Friday we'll be giving that away on the show, man. And, um, and then December we'll have the power days of Christmas where we give away all kinds of gifts, man. So even if you if rap and hip hop aren't, aren't your thing and, and, <laughs> You can't, you know, listen to the music nonstop. You can definitely take advantage of the money and, and the gifts and the trips and all that stuff we give away, man. So I try to give a, a reason for everybody to listen. So that's that's where you can catch me on the radio, man. I appreciate you guys. Oh, no, okay, we, we, man, we appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, it's anytime, just a joy, it's a joy having you once again, man. You're a fun guy. And we, we appreciate you coming on and, and talking with us and, and uh talking about some sports and Razorbacks and whatever else and putting up with our dumb questions. And uh, <laughs> well, I'm looking that, forward to eat, eating with you guys, man. And yeah, that's, do that that's next gonna year. That's going to be fun. also, also, man, I'm known, I'm known as the, uh, the Spike Lee of Little Rock basketball, man. I got my seats right there on the front row and I talk trash to all the referees and the players and, and I got four seats there. So if y'all ever want to come join me, man, look at the schedule. Let me know which game you can make and and, uh -huh. and we'll go to a game too, man. Well, nice. sure. No, that that would be awesome. That that that's a yeah. date. That's Let's a do date. It. You're gonna need four <laughs> seats for the three of us because me and Travis are both. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to manage a movie theater, and that'd be one of my favorite pranks. I'd call other movie theaters, you know, because they didn't have I knew they didn't have color dad. Like, hey. 
my wife is really, really big. She's going to take up about three seats. Do I have to buy three seats or can I just pay for one? <laughs> well, they, folks, oh, we got to pay for one seat, sir. I go, okay, thank you. Well, folks, uh, let's again, check out Trade Day. Check out TradeDay.com. Listen to his show. Support the stuff he's doing. Be looking for that podcast coming up in January. Uh, and, and folks, thanks for listening to the Big C, Bigger T podcast. We'll uh, be back next week talking about what happens with the Liberty game and uh, looking forward to the, on the schedule there. Um, like and share, share, like, like, share, share, like, like, share. If you want a T-shirt, we still got some T-shirts. T-shirts. Uh, hook it, just DM us or whatever on social media, anywhere. We'll be happy to get one uh, to you. And uh, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you, anybody listening, watching, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> whatever you do. We have a blast doing it. And, folks. Have a great week. Go Hogs. Y'all been hanging with Big C, Bigger T, and Trey Day all day. Hey, Trey Day, play some wrecks and effects and effects on the wreck up. Sweat. One. Filthy. Dirt. Harvest. Hurt. Kingdom come. When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no harvest till I hurt Cry in your kingdom come Listen I wake up in the morning I bow my head to pray 